All right. Um, we're back. Hey. Healthy you with Andrea and Drew. You may notice a few pops in the background. Things <laughs> sound a bit different. But yes, hello. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been about uh, almost a year. Probably a year. Yep. Because yes. I think I have um, notes from February 20, 2020 when we were supposed to head back into the studio. Yes. So things um, obviously took a bit of a turn with COVID. Yes. Unexpectedly. Hit the fan. Yes. Things hit the fan. And it just shows how quickly things can change. Absolutely. Isn't life um, full of surprises? Mm-hmm. So we might as well just kind of get that out right now. Um, or what's happening if you're listening and you think, oh, this does sound a bit different. We're recording in a basement right now as opposed to a proper radio studio. <laughs> so things may sound a bit different, but that's okay for one or two podcasts. Uh, Hopefully you know what? just a couple. This is podcast 41, Drew. So the previous 40 were spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> This one still will be, but yes. sometimes you have to make some shifts and adjustments. We are improvising here, so it yes, we're in a basement. That's what it is. So let's talk a little bit about COVID. We are so this is obviously a podcast, so it's recorded. So people may not be downloading this the day we record it, but uh, we are well into COVID. wave two, wave two, uh, and into the lockdown here in Ontario. Yes, the second lockdown, full lockdown. So let's talk a little bit about COVID and food. Food. Yep, because we definitely saw some empty shelves, um, especially with that first wave. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone went into their panic mode. I'll never forget, actually, a text I got from my sister, your wife, uh, when she, I think it was the weekend before or the, the first weekend where it was deemed a pandemic. And she's like, oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to move around in this store right now. Mm, and It um, was crazy for a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you couldn't find flour or yeast. And I mean, as a, as a dietitian who loves teaching food skills and empowering people to bake and cook more at home, I was kind of like, yes, this is awesome. But unfortunately, it did leave a lot of people without uh, product uh, because we did see many people go into a little bit of a, a hoarding um mode yes you know uh, i'm pretty sure lots of people still have toilet paper from the first yep. <laughs> wave of hoarding yeah and it really is amazing the um like the uh, psychology behind why people do that absolutely and and a lot of it is you know especially for uh, you know our our older generation who maybe came from less Mm -hmm. and then worked very hard and they were able to have more moved, you know, to Canada and, you know, pursued a better life. Um, And and they were doing okay, but then we kind of got triggered back into this, oh my gosh, there's going to be less, so let me just buy more so yes the psychology if if we can't do a podcast on the psychology because um i first of all find that very interesting and you would have to cut me off at some point but yes um we definitely uh not only saw um you know an increase get this stats canada because we do have stats from this for the first wave but according to stats canada there was a 38 percent increase in grocery store sales just in that March week of March 13th wow. from the previous year. And of that, the there was an increase of 239% of sales in shelf-stable product. Wow. So, you know, we still had our fresh produce mm-hmm. and groceries that were there, but people were really 
wanting to fill up their pantries because they didn't know how long it would last and obviously we're still in our second wave or when the next time they could go out yeah may and have been. wave one definitely uh threw us that curveball because people didn't know we didn't know if we can get to the grocery store if you go out now yeah you still see people stocking up they don't want to go out as often but we really did not know could Okay, if I go to the store today, when am I going to be able to go back to the yes, store? Yes. And what's going to be there next time and all that kind of stuff that yes. was just so fun. Yeah. And and it's not to say that we didn't have product coming in from food companies. It's just to say that the food companies were not prepared no, to dish not. out the demand that was coming. So a lot of people with the second wave, I mean, we're well into the second wave now, but about mm. two, three months ago, a lot of people had that fear of, oh my gosh, are the grocery store shelves going to be empty again? And fortunately, we have seen a steady, you know, um, supply of, of groceries and the, the shelves are not as empty. I mean, I remember the first time I went to the grocery store, um, you know, after everything hit. Uh, and I was just like, wow. And it's, it's kind of a fear. You don't actually mm-hmm. expect things to look like that. But they legit were empty shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you saw pictures posted left, right and center. But um, but yes, we are we are not expected again as we continue through this second wave to endure, you know, the 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 smaller demand that we experienced initially. And that's just the reason why that the, the food companies did not see it coming. Yep. As none of us. But did, now right? now we definitely uh, everyone is better prepared when it comes to all these manufacturers and producers and whatnot. Uh, but you did say, you know, you can kind of see by the shelves. Joking aside, the paper products is where you can really tell when people are in panic buying mode because it happened at the beginning where people stocked up on paper products. And then about two months ago, you started to see it was harder to find toilet paper, paper towels and stuff like that. And that's as you go through the grocery store. You start noticing things are a little bit, uh, you know, depleted. Empty, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it starts with the paper products. Yeah. That's how you can tell. And if you didn't go to Costco in the morning to grab yep. a pack of toilet paper, if you were in need by midday or end of day, you weren't going to get them because, yeah, a lot of people were just going in and uh, going out and then even going back in because there's obviously a limit on certain products, yeah, thankfully. Yeah. But people going I in mean, and I've out. seen a lot of fights break out, unfortunately. Um, but let, well, I digress. But the other big concern with all this too especially with the shelf stable products is that unfortunately a lot of people have been financially hit Mm -hmm. with covid um you know whether you lost your job or you had to go down to fewer um hours working um or if you uh you you know because of an immune function you can't work as Mm -hmm. much or at all um and our food banks have been hit tremendously i mean i drive by one in particular quite often and i always see a line about the door and it's just something to um really reflect on if you do have the ability to um go to the grocery store a little more often or you know if you do have the ability to take stock of what you actually have in your house mm-hmm. and leave those shelf stable products for those who might need it or might need to budget a little bit better as well because i can also guarantee you that you pro- some people may have um a little bit of inventory from the first wave that yes. they they stocked up on so you know the problem with that is that we're stocking up on w- even shelf stable products 
and then we're technically seeing a little bit more food waste as well so it's just this whole circle you know something's on sale let me grab a couple but have you actually used the initial products you know the first in first out kind of model um and don't do you need to buy so much more if you still have some at your home yes of course and you touched on you know the shelf stable stuff versus the stuff that goes to waste a little bit easier or faster i should say the fresh fresh produce and whatnot and it's this has kind of taught people to meal plan plan out a little bit better yes. because yeah you could easily go to a grocery store stock up on whatever's on sale or whatever it may be but if it's not a canned good if you go and buy a whole bunch of bananas they're not going to last you three weeks or four weeks or whatever yes. it may be, whatever the yeah. fresh stuff is. So, yeah. yep. So there's, you know, I've done a lot of talks over the last almost year now, Drew, can you believe it? 10 months. I've done a lot of talks about, um, you know, just how to preserve your food as well. Mm -hmm. So things like, you know, if it's better to buy uh, proteins in bulk, make sure you split it up and freezer pack them and mm -hmm. put them in the freezer. Um, if you do have veggies or fruits um, that are going, you know, a little more ripe, a little faster, cook them up and free freeze them so that they can be easily access easily accessed. Um, buy the fruits and veggies that do last a little bit longer because mm -hmm. there's a whole list of that too. So I've fortunately been able to educate a lot of people on that, which has been, you know, really helpful. But I think in the end, we have to just kind of always take a step back um, and look at it from all um, lenses from both a food insecure perspective and a do I really need this right now before I go filling my, my shelves? Yes, and with people doing exactly what you're talking about, uh, you know, buying more and, and having to think further out and all that kind of stuff and going back to, you know, planning a little bit better, whether mm -hmm. it's storage or meal prep, that's something you've been really, we've talked about that a lot in yep. podcasts. Yep. It's something you've been talking about a lot over the last little bit. So people can hit you up yep. and you are a great resource when it comes to meal planning and just thinking a little bit further ahead instead of, you know, letting that stuff happen where you buy and waste and overbuy and yep. going on and on and on. Since yep. we are stuck at home eating in more and just enjoying life so yeah, much, at the, know, what, right? however it may be, you know, yes, we laugh about it. It is a very no. serious thing, but you know, it, it unfortunately is what it is. It is so. what it is. And we all have to realize that this isn't going to go away if we're not following the rules and being respectful of one another. And that's just my little tip on that. And I, I won't go further into, uh, yeah, I'm not touching that any territory of that stuff. <laughs> either. But yes, at the end of the day, even me, I won't lie. I used to go grocery shopping two to three times a week. It was, uh, an activity I used to do with the girls too. Mm -hmm. My older daughter loved it because we would always, you know, pick a new veggie or pick a new fruit and she had a part in that and now that you go once a week or once every 10 days it does definitely uh, challenge you to do a little bit more prepping and planning so um, I've enjoyed learning how to do that even more over the last 10, uh, 10 months now um, and I'm definitely uh, able to support people who are just kind of confused about how to meal prep too and plan mm. so that you're minimizing food waste yes and if people do want to reach you of course as always your website andreafalcone.ca we're getting a little bit of an overhaul over the next couple uh months mm -hmm. but uh still the same content there for you to uh, check this out and check some info and find my all, all my contact 
perfect. Anything else you want to add to this one, or are we just going to be back uh, very soon with a, another COVID podcast? Yeah, I think we should. There's another topic I want to touch on with COVID. So, yes. uh, so it might be one more, one more, <laughs> one more basement podcast, and then we'll see what happens. So, yes, we'll be back uh, soon with another edition.